Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And I want to start today by just saying sorry, it's been such a long time since I recorded an episode. Having the children at home, even though they're teenage now and I barely see them, and having uh, people doing work on our house has combined to make it a lengthy period of time before I could actually get free enough to be able to do a podcast. But also for me, I've been going through a massive shifting, changing energy. Um, And it's been a really interesting time. So um, in the way that we work when we work with the spirit world and there's things about ourselves that they want us to recognize and understand. Um, I've had some things that I needed to recognize and understand about my work for and with the spirit world. And um, it started in a number of ways. So this is the way things unfold for me. First of all, I did my first in-person demonstration that was me on my own and the first one um, since lockdown. So it was my first one ever where I didn't have the support blanket of my friend where we would do 45 minutes each. This was my first one ever doing a whole hour and a half demonstration with all the pressure on me. And the day of it, I went for a facial and I, I love my facial lady. Um, she was making me laugh though because she was rubbing my face and I was trying to relax. And she was going, so what? who's there for you if it goes wrong? 
And I said, well, no one, if it goes wrong, it's on me. And she said, well, what's your backup plan? And I said, well, there isn't one because if it goes wrong for me, that's the whole night finished. And she went, well, what will you do if it goes wrong? And I was like, ah, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, so I was a bit triggered a bit sort of nervous and, and well, petrified, a bit nervous doesn't cover it. Um, and I know that that was her working with the spirit world there. They were trying to trigger me. They were trying to get me into this state. And then I got to the hall and all the people started arriving and it was just such a lovely hall and such a lovely space. And um, my lovely friend Amanda had organised it and really nice people there. And I sat at the back and I went to sort of just take a moment. And as I took that breath to just settle, I had the worst fight or flight I have ever had. And I was pretty much convinced that I should run out the door, that I should refund everybody and just give up. That's how petrified I was and never, ever do it again. And, um, what I did instead was I fought that urge and I had to fight it hard. I was sat next to the fire exit. I was like, I could be gone and halfway home before anyone notices I'm missing. Um, but I did it and it was a great demonstration and there were some great spirit links and some really brilliant evidence that they brought in and it was just it was just great and I was so pleased and I did manage to hold my power for the amount of time that I wanted to and I did manage to do good work and I am hypercritical of my own mediumship so if I say I did good work <laughs> that's a massive thing for me and that sort of pushed me through again you know I know that I've said this to so many of you but we all think that the spirit world will take away our fear when we're ready to work they don't. They don't take away your fear. You have to feel the fear and do it anyway. So that was a massive thing for me, uh, overcoming that, pushing through that huge amount of worry and anxiety about that. So that was the first thing that just sort of started this change and this shift in me. And then somebody said to me, well, it's all right for you. You're really lucky. Um, with the way the spirit world have got your business out there and everybody seeing you. And if you are the person that said that to me, uh, no shade, that's fine. Um, I'm not upset about it, but God did that trigger me. Good God did that trigger me. And that was a really interesting trigger because I had to look at why I was so incensed uh, that somebody would say that to me. And I realized it's because it's that ultimate disempowerment coming back in again, isn't it? Now, yes, I am lucky. I'm incredibly blessed. I do for a living what I would choose to do for fun in my spare time. But that has come at a cost to me. I've had to work incredibly hard on myself because there is nothing like mediumship for exposing all the parts of you that you try and hide from. So I've done 10 years of self-work, self-reflection. I've been treated like poop by people um, in, that, in the way that the spirit world will send triggers to help you to grow. I have had to face my demons. I've had to learn to look myself in the eye and send myself love. I've had to learn to work when I've been tired, when I've been unwell, when my children have been unwell. I've had to 
prioritize this over anything else. And I have made that choice and I have made that choice many, many, many times. In the first circle that I sat in with the incredible Jill, um, that she gave me, she gifted me my Reiki masters, my Azui Reiki masters. Um, and she said at the time it was because I'd been so committed to my work for the spirit world. And I didn't really understand what she meant, but I do now because I turned up every single session without fail. I was working 70 hour weeks cooking. I had a toddler. I was a child, a four year old and a toddler. I was exhausted. Um, my body hurt all the time from all of the stuff I was carrying around in my cooking job. Um, we were really struggling financially, but I still turned up every single time without fail because that was the commitment I had made to the spirit world. And I didn't understand that that was anything special, but that has continued and they wanted me to acknowledge that about myself so the spirit world sent lots of triggers for me to acknowledge that because it was a really important part of my development that i acknowledged that i created this so i'm the one that does the podcast i'm the one that does the free lives i'm the one that does the posts i'm the one that pushes through i'm the one that you know could sit down and have a rest, but doesn't and carries on working and carries on pushing through. And that's how this was created. Yes, the spirit world brought people to me, but I'm the one that took those opportunities. And my husband and I were having a chat the other day about something. And I said, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I made a commitment to you. And he said, a commitment to me. And I said, yeah, we're married. I've made a commitment to you. And he went, no, 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 no your commitment is not to me, your commitment is to your work. And I thought, actually, that's very, very true. Um, although it's not a conscious, I don't go, oh, I'm gonna disregard Alex and go do what I want to do. I do choose my work over my family again and again and again. And I think what the spirit world have been trying to get me to do is get to a place where I actually finally accept that this is a calling for me that this is part of what I was here to do. Um, and I'm not just lucky and I didn't just fall into it. And it's not just something I love and I'm lucky enough to be here, but actually that there is a higher purpose. There is a power guiding me. I am doing important work. And that might sound ridiculous to you listening to it, but it's interesting, isn't it? What the stories we weave, uh, the way that we think, the patterns we create. And that one for me, I hadn't really realised I wasn't acknowledging it until I acknowledged it. I hope this makes sense. I feel so out of practice doing these podcasts, like I'm just chatting away to myself and ejecting my brain. <laughs> but that is, that's what's happened. And in pushing through that and accepting that there is a purpose here, accepting that I'm not just doing it because I love it, but actually that the spirit world wants me to be doing it and it is helping and it it is changing things for people in that um, my mediumship's improved and I had a very difficult demonstration with a really tough audience a couple of weeks ago where all the spirit links were taken but it was like wading through a quagmire to get them taken and I was um, really having to you know 
fight to get them taken um, and I had to really dig my heels in and it showed to me how much I've changed because the old me would have thought I was getting it wrong and given up but the new me kept on going because I knew those spirits were there for somebody in that room and I knew that those spirit links needed to be taken and those spirits deserved to be honoured. So um, still progressing that's what I want to say to you all um, part of the reason that I've been AWOL is because I've been processing and progressing integrating my lessons and moving through into another stage and that's how mediumship is that's kind of why I love it because you're never done you're never finished you're never complete there's always more you can get there's always more you can go for there's always further stretches and reaches you can achieve and that's fantastic I think I don't ever want to be done I like having targets I like working more and more and more and seeing those things coming into fruition so that's me at the moment and the reason why I share these things is because so many of you when you I speak to you to say to me uh, I'm not ready. I don't really feel like the spirit world are there. And I say, well, I don't feel like the spirit world are there. I can't feel them. I just do it and hope and somehow it works. And that's marvelous. And people say to me, oh, I, I don't think I'm good enough to work for the spirit world. And I say, well, you, they're just here. They're with you already. Why would you think you're not good enough? They're around us all. And I just wanted you all to know, really, that I don't think I'm good enough either. <laughs> and I'm still hoping for that big presence. I've asked Spirit if I could actually see them in the physical. And I'm still, I've seen some lights and some ready breck glows and things like that. But I would really love to, to see Spirit. But it's not happening at the moment. So we're always thinking we're not good enough or we're not right or we shouldn't be doing this. And it becomes something we have to undo and I do think that mediumship and the spiritual development journey is actually about undoing it's not about uh, creating it's about undoing everything that gets in the way and I saw another medium I can't remember their name now but on Instagram uh, saying something exactly to this effect the other day of I got to this standard by working really 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 hard don't forget that it wasn't just gifted to me and it is so important um, to, to understand that I have worked so hard to get to the standard of mediumship I'm at. And I still continue to work that hard because it's everything to me. Anyway, I hope that was interesting and you haven't all fallen asleep. I've now got some listener questions. Some of them have been waiting a long time. Uh, and apologies for that, but um, I've been double busy. So um, the first thing I want to say is um, Cassidy, who I spoke to in the last podcast, um, she wants to know if I think humans have the capability of not having souls. Uh, I've heard the reference reptile. I try not to feed into fear, but it is quite eerie. Um, I don't believe that. No, I think that um, the human race is not the only race. I do believe, if anyone's interested, that there are other races here on Earth. Um, but then what race is a soul? How do we quantify that? Um, I think we're all aliens. <laughs> I do. I think we're all aliens and we're all here in these human flesh bodies. But our souls are actually 
multidimensional, interdimensional, intergalactic light beings. So they're not limited by anything. But um, I do believe that all humans have souls, but we can lose connection to our soul. And that's what happens when people behave abominably. Um, I remember, I may have said this on the podcast before, and apologies if I had, but I remember going to see uh, the amazing Gordon Smith in London. And uh, someone put their hand up because he was talking about heaven and souls and said, so you're saying we all go to the same place? And he said, yes. And they went, well, not everyone. And he went, yes, everyone. And they went, what about Hitler? And he went, yes, even Hitler. Um, I'll never forget that. It was it was so funny the way he did it. But I mean, that's it. We we might lose con- disconnect from our souls, but our souls are still there and still trying to guide us and still trying to be heard. So I hope that helps. I'm not really sure what I think about the reptiles. I have to say. Uh, I haven't done a huge amount of research into it. Um, I think it's... Well, I don't believe in demons or negative entities or things like that. I just believe in humans getting it wrong, disconnecting, being... I think the only thing you need to fear is human beings. So... um, In that sense, I think we're all quite reptilian. We can all be incredibly cold and selfish. Um, And I think different people, depending on their upbringing and their outlook, are also cold-blooded and selfish. But that doesn't mean they don't have a soul. But I know David Icke would come and kick me for that. So um, I don't know. I don't feel like I've done enough research to really talk about the right. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, head eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com tiles but it's it's fascinating i just don't buy into fear anything that makes me uncomfortable in that i i turn into the light and i connect to the angels and the spirit guides and my loved ones and i don't feel afraid so the next person who messaged me is eleanor hello eleanor um eleanor has written as a person who's pretty new at this and primarily collect, connects through clairsentience, which is collect, just knowing, you just know things. I find interacting with loved ones and earthbound spirits quite f- physically interactive and demanding on my body. After a session with spirit, I feel guided to eat something like junk food and settle back into my body. Do you have similar experiences? I want to try and keep my diet clean so I can be clear on my connections with spirit. Do you have any recommendations for what my body is looking for that is a bit healthier than junk food? Um, Eleanor, 
this is me with energy work all over. I call it the munchies. And I'd love to tell you that I eat clean food, but what I do is eat a spoonful of Nutella. So I'm not the person to ask, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, I hear you. It makes, it gets me like that too. Angelic Reiki gets me like that. When I heal people, I come out of that and I am Hank Marvin, just absolutely starving. And I will eat whatever is around me. And I've got a really bad sweet tooth. So much to the disgust of everyone in my family, I do just eat Nutella straight out of the jar. Um, you probably better find a healthier spiritual mentor, mentor Eleanor. Okay, um, I've had differing opinions on whether to interact with loved ones directly or to communicate through spirit guides. What is your experience of the two? Do you know any more ways? Right, so why wouldn't you connect to your loved ones? They're around you. I often call in my loved ones in the spirit world to bring me that love and that feeling that they're around because I miss them, because I love them. That said, I don't ask my loved ones in spirit for guidance and I don't ask my loved ones in spirit for evidence because they can't give you evidence I, because you know them. There has to be that slightly removedness. So I don't think it's possible really to do like a evidential connection with your own loved ones because your own need will get in the way. But I still call them in to bring me love, bring me support. Uh, my grandmother, my nana, um, she used to do amateur dramatics and stuff and she loved to hold court. So I often call her in for her energy and her presence when I'm about to demonstrate. It just makes me feel safer. Um, with spirit guides, um, obviously I work with spirit guides all the time. Um, so they're the one, main ones that I turn to for advice, for guidance, for help with my healing, for what I should be doing next. They're the ones that I ask for help when I'm doing this podcast. They're the ones I ask for help when I'm doing readings. So I hope that makes sense. Now, here's where I might trigger you a little bit, Eleanor. Um, what first drew me to mediumship is having experiences of lost souls trying to use me as a portal to go back in the light. Um, I don't believe that there are lost souls, Eleanor, but I will tell you that this is how I started too. I think what you can feel is disharmonious energy. It's not a lost soul. So it's like an echo of a person that has been left behind from their pain or their anguish or their sadness. But I don't believe that souls can get lost. And I'm sure if you would have been doing soul retrieval work, you will know that soul retrieval work essentially is calling in angels and the spirit world to create a space to welcome those energies back into the light. Well, why do they need us? That's my question. That was the question that started it all off. If if somebody is a lost soul, because I used to do soul retrieval work, if somebody is a lost soul and we are calling in the angels to rescue that lost soul and the angels are wiser, more connected, more seeing than us as humans, why do they need us? And here's your answer. Of course they don't. Of course they don't. So, um, I think what we are doing is actually healing. We're clearing the echoes of those people left behind, but the souls themselves are not lost. And I honestly believe that um, it's just open. It's like a permanently open door between us 
and heaven and your loved ones in spirit are here around you right now they don't and they're also simultaneously in heaven and then when you have no connection left to the earth you will be in heaven or you'll be reincarnated but you're part of you will remain in heaven oh there's so much i can say about this but that's um my quick view on that um and please do message me eleanor if you've got any more questions um and i might need to do a whole thing on it but really i don't believe it, that the intelligence of the spirit world means that souls will get stuck here just doesn't make sense to me so sit on that and meditate on that for a little while i mean i can remember the first lost soul inverted commas that i ever did and the feeling of love and the feeling of release as i sent them over was overwhelming i was sobbing and yet still i don't believe in that i believe i was just sending back their echo not them people don't get trapped here and its souls don't get trapped here and even if they did there is nothing that us as humans would be able to do that an angel couldn't do um when i'm ready to break connection with the spirit world after a session i'm fine their spirit's not ready to go which needed quite a bit of persuasion um i eleanor i'm going to be really direct to you and i hope you don't mind um but no they're not <laughs> they are not they are not not ready to go they are just always around so if you've been if i've been working with a loved one in spirit say i've got somebody's grandmother three and uh, this grandmother is stood beside me and then um, i do the spirit link and obviously the sitter is still there um, and the, uh, the you know the energy's built up if i then go turn back to them i can still feel them there I can still say, oh, they're still here, they're still here, but they're not. They've stepped back in their communication. So it's just you um, maybe subconsciously seeking that connection. It is the universal law. When you are finished, you are finished. They have stepped back. You don't need to worry about it. They are gone. I never have to be firm with the spirit world ever in that respect. I mean, people who tell me they get woken up in the middle of the night. I don't get woken up in the middle of the night because I've told them not to bother me when I sleep, unless it's an emergency. I woke up once and there was a huge number of angels in my room. I mean, just huge. And I was like, oh, hello. And they went, go back to sleep. And I went, okay, and I did. But I don't, they don't wake me up. I don't get messages or anything like that. I um, They always respect my barriers and my boundaries. So um, it's inadvertently, Eleanor, you seeking rather than the spirit world not leaving. So if you know you're done, just walk away. You're done. That's all you need to do. Okay, so I hope that helps, Eleanor. And please do message me. I hope that I've not really triggered you and you're, you're now hexing me. Um, right, now we've got uh, Laurie Lee here. Hi, Laurie Lee, and thank you so much for... Is it Laurie Lee or is it... Oh, Laurelita. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. I'm so bad with stuff like this. When I do cameos, I have to Google how to pronounce names. I had Chrysias the other day. That was really hard. So um, let me read uh, Laurelita's message here. Um, my husband passed suddenly in March. And a few days after he passed, he visited in my dream, all covered in green light, saying I've never felt this good before. I suppose reassuring he was fine. Chatting with an acquaintance, she said green is a healing light and he is healing on the other side. 
Fast forward to July, my niece went for a reading and the medium talked about a man who passed recently and that was very traumatic for the family, which is true. And it's not that he didn't want to give a message, but he's very busy healing with his mum and dad. And here's my question. If we don't feel pain or illnesses on the other side, why would he need to heal? He suffered all sorts of health issues along his life, but I thought on the other side he wouldn't have to go through a healing. I hope you can provide some sort of response. Okay, so this is fascinating to me and I completely agree with you. So this often happens when you get people asking how often, that, how long they should wait before they have a reading. And a lot of mediums say, or, you know, some say, well, you need to wait a year or you need to wait this long, or you need to do this. Now, here's my take on it. In the spirit world, we go back to our divine selves. We are perfect. We are healed. We are whole. Also in the spirit world, we know there is no time. We know that time is a human construct. So therefore, even if you did require healing, which I'm sure we do need to sort of deal with what we've been through and, and face up to all of our choices and everything like that, then it would be done instantly anyway, because there is no time. So what mediums don't like to say to people, and not everybody is as direct as me, I completely understand that, is it's not that they're not ready, it's you that's not ready. Um, so here's here's what i would say if the medium was talking about a man who passed recently and he's very busy healing with his mum and dad if he wasn't able to come through his mum and dad could have come through and given evidence of his existence so that there's something there that talks to me about actually maybe that medium and i'm not saying they definitely were but maybe that medium might have been working psychically if you're working psychically you're not connecting to the spirit world you're feeling the energy of your sitter so she might have been able to feel that need of uh, your niece wanting to hear from your husband and acknowledged it that way but there wouldn't have been the presence of him stepping forward because that would be a different frequency of energy and that would be um i'm trying to think of the words here and maybe she wasn't ready to hear from him maybe he needs to come through to you first before there's so many different things we just don't know and you have to always trust in the will of the spirit world so i don't think there is i know you've asked your second question when should you have a reading and it really is when you feel ready i do believe that your husband and that dream you had was real i believe he was letting you know that he is okay um i think us humans love to label, love to interpret. Maybe he's just showing himself in a green light. Maybe next time you see him, it will be purple or aquamarine or yellow. Um, don't search for the meaning in, in that. Search for the meaning in the message. And the message is that he's okay. And um, no, I don't think that they need time to recover. But I also know that the spirit world is way cleverer than us, way more intelligent, way more switched on, and they know the best time to come through to somebody. And sometimes, sometimes when I'm doing demonstrations, you get people who are desperate for a message and you bring in their neighbour or their teacher or their friend's mum and you can see them being like, well, yeah, all of that's true, but why have they come through? And I think that sometimes we just need the process of having a spirit link first there isn't that one that's going to bring up all that pain and anguish just so we can process the fact that we've heard from that spirit before we start working with the ones that are really going to crack us open. I mean, it's just such a massively 
complex thing. So yeah, they're often, well not often, but sometimes the spirit world don't bring through who you want to hear from. But I don't ever believe that that is because the spirit is healing somewhere. I believe that's because the sitter is not quite in the right place to hear from that person, even if they think that they are. And that's the thing as a medium, you've got to be really brave to say that to someone. It'd be far easier just to say, um, oh, they're still healing. They're not quite ready to come through rather than say, you're still healing. You're not ready for them to come through. And that's it to say, yes, I am. I booked this reading to hear from them. I want to hear from them. Why aren't you bringing them through? So you can understand why people say it, um, but that doesn't make it true. So, um, yeah, that's my take on it. I hope that helps. And like I said, please do message me. And all of you who are listening, I love your questions. I love them. So please send them in. Uh, it's podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. Podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. Please do get in touch because I'd love, I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you disagree with me, pop over an email. Let's have a conversation. Um, I'm open to all ways of being. As you will all know, I can get it wrong. I can only express what I feel and think in this moment at this time on this stage of my development. So we're all learning and growing together. Uh, the last thing that I need to ask you all to do, please, is I have very, very excitingly and kind of unbelievably um, been shortlisted for Best Medium with the Soul and Spirit Awards 2021. I can't I can't believe and believe it. If you Google Soul Awards 2021, it will come up. Um, you have to vote in all the categories, which is a pain, and I apologise for that. But um, I think I'm question four, uh, and I would be so grateful if you could please take the time to vote for me because winning that would blow my mind. I don't think that I will because there's some bloody amazing mediums in that shortlist. But hey, if you don't ask, you don't get. So please, I'd be so grateful if you could do that for me. Uh, voting closes on the 10th of October. So any time before then would be marvellous. And it's been good to be back. Hopefully it won't be so long this time. Now the kids are back at school and routine is coming back. Um, but thanks again for listening. And I hope to catch up with you again soon. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. 
As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.